Tattoo Kitten and Her Wolf, the podcast dedicated to exploring the world of kink, fetish, ethical non-monogamy and swinging. If you're curious about this lifestyle and want to learn more, you've come to the right place. Today, I'm getting bound by bondage with you, talking about the different types of bondage and how to try them. This is one of my favourite elements of BDSM play, so get ready. Just a reminder of who we are. Wolf and I are a married couple six years into our DS lifestyle relationship, which is now also non-monogamous. We had a bumpy road into the lifestyle, um, which you can hear about in previous episodes, and it's the very reason that we are here. We're here to entertain and educate you in the world of BDSM, kink, fetish, ethical non-monogamy, and how that then overlaps into swinging for us. We'll entertain you with the stories of our experiences and help you understand this wonderful world a bit more so you can enter it with your eyes open as well as your mind. If you find this podcast useful and wish to support us in helping people get into the lifestyle BDSM safely and with as much usable knowledge as possible, then please head over to our Patreon via the link in the show notes and show your support. It'd also be great if you could give us a ranking on Spotify, interact with the polls and questions we have on Spotify and share it on social media if you can. Send us a comment or tell us what you think. So what is bondage? The B of BDSM stands for bondage, so it is encompassed in that big term. It is the consensual tying, binding and restraining of a play partner for any number of reasons. And there are so many ways it can make its way into your playtime. And there's so many items that you can use, you know, rope, cuffs, tape, self-adhering, bandage, to name just a few. Bondage can be a standalone activity. For me, being bound provides a space within my submission to Wolf to let go of everything, um, get into quite a meditative state, which is quite relaxing. It might not feel like you think it would be, but it is. It forces me to still my body and mind. And um, for me, work-wise, I'm very active. I'm very in control. So actually taking that away um, is something, and it being enforced is, is something sometimes I need. Uh, being bound and unable to move forces you into the moment it does taking note of the restraints um, instead of the internal chatter in your head and giving my power over to wolf or another dom that I, I play with to be bound helpless and immobile and on the opposite side wolf and the other dom derive visual pleasure and enjoyment from seeing me tied up and then the other things that then go on with that play it doesn't necessarily mean or imply um, sadomasochism. It can just be bondage. You know, there is other elements to it that can be layered in. Um, but bondage can be done purely for the erotic nature of it or the aesthetics. Um, and these can play an important role for some people um, in the enjoyment that they get out of it. But it can obviously also lead to sadomasochistic behaviour, whether it's spanking or um, other layers of sensation and sensory play. And as part of a DS dynamic, bondage is a very visual um, activity which shows the submission of one partner to the other. The Don games pleasure from the restrained partner submission and the transfer of control and power to the other um, level then helps. You know, it, it's you kind of visually see it a lot more. But bondage can be um, can go well beyond the physical restrictions it gives the submissive and the power it gives to the dominant. You might well be very familiar with with that, of seeing that and what have you. But there's also other elements, such as like Japanese um, bondage, also known as shibari, which is a very popular type um, and builds very much on that visual element. It uses rope exclusively to create amazing intricate matters 
matters, patterns, binding a person in a position. And it can be done simply for the aesthetic, artistic nature um, of the final result or, result or part of, uh, you know, a larger scene. So that could be the first part and then it would move on through other stuff. This is something I love at the moment um, and would love to do more of, but Wolf doesn't have the space. Um, it will do in the future, but at the moment we've got a lot of other stuff going on. Um, and I did enjoy at Swingathon um, having a rope harness on for an afternoon. And um, I'm going to be putting up a video on, um, on our Patreon um, of that being done. Being, uh, you know, and, and part of that Shibari experience is being still moving only as required. And it's quite a humbling experience to give your body over to another to create art, as it were. Um, we're going to be definitely diving into this later on in the year as well. So I'm going to move on because um, it looks amazing. Um, it takes a bit of time to learn, but if you give it time, practice and patience, um, you'll ma be mastering it in no time. So it is something to definitely look into if bondage is something that comes up for you. And, and keep talking about and thinking about bondage. There are quite a lot of sensations involved in bondage, especially for me. I like the feel of the restraints on my body, the soft cuffs on my wrist when I move or the straps around my body holding me in place. So I, I've got less movement and, you know, then rope kind of pulling and biting a little bit when you move. Um, and this can then be the same for um, leather bondage. This could simply be clothing, which is a little bit more restrictive to wear. So you kind of have to be really conscious of what you're doing. Um, you know, if you add a leather outfit into leather bondage items and a paddle that's also made of leather, it's a very aesthetically pleasing scene to watch and to look at, but also to be part of, you know, the sensation of the leather against your skin in a variety of different ways will create a, amazing sensations um you know the only thing with leather i suppose is that it poses um issues if you uh, lead a vegan lifestyle and have that concern for animals but there are now plenty of faux leather uh, things on the market so that you can avoid them where you want to and another level of uh, bondage that takes things to a, a new height is mummification uh, it provides a very different experience you know in cuffs or single items bondage you can still move um, it can be released very quickly. However, uh, this isn't the case for mummification, bondage, and um, also shibari as well, um, if you're in big ties. It provides a more confining experience. You know, you're using plastic wrap or bandages, rubber, fabric, or even saran wrap when you completely bind a person's body, restricting all movement, leaving only um, an open area so they're able to breathe. This obviously comes with some additional risks, but obviously additional pleasures um, for people if there's something you're into. So, you know, but consider it carefully um, if you decide to try it. Well, my body is tingling all over after that few minutes of talking about uh, bondage. And I can't, can't wait for being bound again, literally on Sunday, I think. Um, it is one of my biggest kinks and whoo, mind wanders into music. just want to take a moment just to let you know about our live next live event that's going to be at Extasia where we're going to be recording the podcast to a live studio audience and then it'll be available on the podcast obviously after that so you can come and join us um, the tickets are uh, live on Eventbrite and we're going to have two um, guests with us this time round. So they're going to be um, talking about various topics and answering questions and we're going to interview them a little bit as well. And then we'll have other topics that we're going to talk about, other stories that we're going to share. So it's going to be a really exciting event. So if you want to join us, the tickets are on Eventbrite now. Um, and if you do see us in a club, come and ask. Maybe we might have um, some guest discounts to give away. OK, 
Okay, diving back in. So why is bondage so popular and attractive to so many people? Everyone has different reasons for enjoying bondage and being bound by their partner or binding their partner. It can provide space to allow you to calm and relax your mind. It can reduce insecurity. It can allow a person to simply receive pleasure and not um, be allowed to give back until released. Some like the struggle because it can release adrenaline and be quite thrilling um, alongside other things that you don't might do to you. Adding a blindfold can heighten other senses while bound, making you more sensitive to sounds or touches. I have to say for, for me, all of those apply at different times, though. So I love being bound um, safely and left with music on to meditate and relax after a stressful time, especially after a few days of really stressful activity. But I also love being bound and blindfolded, then teased with different sensations, whether it be a feather or um, pinwheel or things like that. Sometimes the struggle um, goes well with flogging and a small attempt to get away from it, maybe. I quite like that as well. So, you know, there's different reasons and different elements that come into it. But Googling um, bondage, you know, might find that it yields very scary results results that look very extreme, um, full of elaborate rope ties, whips, chains, crazy looking gags. But remember, those people didn't start at that level. They were a beginner once too. So it is. This like all things, needs to be on your terms and something your your partner is comfortable with too. So try try things out, see if you like them then, and if you don't, don't do them again. So here are some things you can try, some ideas to get you going. Number one, simply holding your partner's hands above their head whilst, you know, during sex and pinning them in place, you know, that there's nothing involved there. You can release their hands very quickly if they don't like it. You, and Or if, if they do, then you can maybe move it to the next level, which number two, tying them with a, a silk scarf or a, a shirt tie and then teasing them or during sex or leading it up to both. That is um, a form of bondage and very light and very achievable. You could then layer in blindfolding or do just blindfolding while kissing or, you know, during a massage, even during sex to take away one of those senses because then your body is heightened to other touches, as I mentioned before. You could then use fluffy handcuffs um, on the bed. So they're tied to the bed. There's no chance that they're going to move. The, the, the fluffy handcuffs, they don't close all that far and the fluff will prevent marks as well. So they, they don't um, bite too much. And then if they're tied up or and or blindfolded, you could run ice cubes over the body to enhance that sensation play. Spray cream on them, lick it off. Again, sensation, a feather, simple, easy. Um, and again, whilst tied, you can also stimulate your partner. You could masturbate them. You could um, be giving them oral, however that might work. But it can't be oft said often enough to do what you are comfortable with. And only move on to the next level when you're ready. This may take longer for one partner than the other. So you've got to make sure you, you, you're patient. And also think about the types of restraints you're using. There's nothing wrong with a shirt tie for a couple of months before you invest in cuffs. The one being tied up needs to be confident in their partner to get them out of the restraints. As much as the one doing the tying be confident in tying, undoing and in the enjoyment of their partner. This is a two-way street as always. So make sure you can continually communicate how you're feeling give feedback um, and as often as you need to to allow you to grow together and obviously it would be unprudent of me not to talk about safety points so here are a few things to consider to remain safe from all angles when it comes to bondage 
think about what you're using to tie your partner with. A shirt tie is good and easy to undo because it's quite thick um, and can be easily undone when tied right. However, tights or you know um, stockings like that, not so good. They're very stretchy and will get tighter when a person moves. Um, Velcro cuffs are good. They can be you know closed and twisted and pulled, and they're unlikely to come free and come undone. But if you need to, you, they can be pulled very quickly and release your partner. And it's very easy to do. You just pull it apart. But the one in the restraints won't be able to do that. Anything else with a, an easy release clasp, is, a clasp or clip is good as well. With rope, have rope shears nearby um, and cut the rope for a speedy release. Don't worry that you've cut the rope and it's in now in small pieces. Safety comes first. Build trust with someone first. Don't do this with someone you've just met. You know, it might feel like, you know, you really get on with them and what have you, but build trust first. Don't do something you're uncomfortable with. This goes for all acts in BDSM, but, you know, make sure you're communicating. Um, make, yep, you know, I've said it so many times, but make sure you talk before, have a plan, you know, do's and don'ts, etc. This includes remembering safe words. So if spoken, the dom should release the, the sub as quickly as possible and, you know, start aftercare. Never tie around the neck unless it's a collar and this is something we're going to come back to in a separate episode because the risks are too high, strangulation and all of those other things. Ligatures, damage uh, around the neck is not good. Um, when tying a person up, don't leave them alone. Make sure they're comfortable and they can breathe properly. No circulation is being cut off. And I must make sure that when I was saying about the bondage meditation where I like to be left with music, um, Wolf isn't very far away when he does that. He's either in the next room or stays in the room and I've got headphones on. So I'm not really aware of what's going on around me and what he's doing, but he can see me at all times. Um, make sure they can breathe properly and no circulation needs to be cut off and this goes for you as the subs as well make sure you can move your fingers and toes um, and that there's no loss of circulation and keep checking too and let your dom know if that changes because it will over time think of where you are and what you're doing don't be too remote with this just in case of an accident start small and uncomplicated for the few first few times and build your knowledge and experience don't drink don't do drugs whilst doing this to make sure you're alert of what's going on and you can pick up on what your partner's feeling at all times oh and you know if sex is involved practice it safely cool girl blimey that was a bit intense bondage is great but you know stay safe um i really love it and can't recommend giving it a go enough uh, when i was first on the scene for example cuffs were the only thing i would allow um and now i love more extreme positions and restrictions um on my movement and that's grown slowly over time and something i Sometimes I go back to simple positions because they're so effective. But, you know, um, one thing I didn't mention before um, is I love being asked to do things whilst in suitable bondage. So like walk around, pick things up, you know, maybe clean or dust adds like an extra level of humiliation for, in for good measure. If I kind of, you know, find it hard or something like that. So quick snippet there. Thanks for listening today. Um, it's great to have you here. I hope you found it useful. Again, if you can interact with the questions and polls below the episode on spotify give us a review follow the podcast share it far and wide if you follow us on social media tell other people how you're enjoying it and we um we'll see you next time because we'll be reviewing one of our most favorite events shamed which is held at extasia every two months and the next event is actually this sunday the 6th of august 2023 um so check out our profile on fetlife to read more about what we're going to be up to Until then, stay kinky, my friends.